Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Lori Ann Kostia. And Lori Ann is a mom of two boys, a chief business and marketing strategist, and mentor for leaders, entrepreneurs, and want topreneurs. A speaker, host of the radio show Healthy Lifestyle, contributor to LIBN, co host for Out Loud, Outfront Podcast, and performer vocalist for the band Easy Street. The founder of LDC Strategies, a full-service marketing and public relations firm offering a full spectrum of integrated marketing, outreach, and public relations, specializing in strategic planning, marketing people, businesses, or products with powerful results. LDC Strategies offers an off-site marketing solution for a fraction of the cost, allowing you to focus on your expertise while we strategize, collaborate, coordinate, and manage all of your marketing needs. Strategies by Design with Lorianne offers mentoring programs from her renowned... 90 Leadership Strategies for Success, One-on-One Leadership Mentoring Program, Executive Group Retreat Program, and Newbies Gone Wild Program for Entrepreneurs and Wantrepreneurs. And I have such a special place in my heart for our next guest. She was one of the Fab 14 who moved past her fears in order to contribute to my study. And as a result, discoveries were made because of her and the other amazing women who ventured into the unknown right with me. You're going to love our conversation all about transforming after betrayal. Here's Lorianne. Oh, I am so excited today. We have Lorianne Kazdia. What's so exciting about this interview is I've known her for a while, but I, I don't just know her. I mean, she's become a friend. I just love her. But in addition to that, she she is and was one of the Fab 14. So the Fab 14, uh, you always hear me talking about the study that I did and where it was the bravest, boldest, most just the strongest women I've ever known who wanted to participate in this study. And Lorianne uh, was one of them. So welcome, Lorianne. We are so excited to have you with us today. Uh, thank you, Debbie. I'm so excited to be here. So, I mean, let's just get started with this because to be a part of a study, you know, not everybody wants to do that because you have to be open. You have to be vulnerable. And this wasn't the kind of study where I was going out to a, a mass amount of people asking general questions. Th- these were deep dive, um, very emotional conversations. What made you say yes? What did it do for you? I mean, let's just, let's just go there. Well, the first reason what, what made me say yes was my trust in you. I have a belief in you. You inspired me when I first saw you and there was just some kind of connection that said, yeah, I can trust her, which is really interesting because I, I've had issues with trust in the past. So I thought it was interesting at that point, but something told me some voice in my head said, you need to do this. This is going to help you through what you're going through right now. And I went, all right. Cause at that point I had nothing to lose. And if I could share and help other people, then so be it. Cause in the process I was healing. And I want to stop you right there before you go on it, right there. You said so many incredible things, trust, especially when it comes to betrayal, trust is shattered, shattered. Yeah. And yeah. so many people who've been betrayed, whether it's a family member, partner, friend, anybody are so wary to trust again. And that is one of the hardest things to move through. So it takes, so everybody listening, I want you to hear this, that when trust is shattered, it is hard to trust somebody, but it's only when you do make that leap on some level. That's when you start to heal. Yeah. So you made that leap, which other people can find very scary, very challenging because they could say, well, I don't know you. Why should I trust you? You, what was it that made you say, okay, you know what, even though it's scary, 
I'm, I'm just going to do this. Like, tell me the process that went on in your head. Why shouldn't I trust you at that point? I had nothing to lose. So everything, all of my trust was shattered. Everything was shattered. I had to find something. And, you know, when you reach deep down, you realize that, you know, the only way you're going to lift yourself up is, is by reaching out and, and having faith and my faith, my spiritual faith came. Oh my gosh. Spiritualism started just rushing in, um, because I needed to found it, find a foundation and it wasn't external. It was internal and it was, it was with the universe. And, and I was like, okay, you know, tell me why you did this. Tell me what I'm supposed to learn. And it, I, when you were there and you said that it just clicked in my head and I went, okay, this sounds like something that it will help me. And again, by virtue of me going through, if I, if it doesn't help me, what have I lost? Nothing. I've lost nothing. I've gained a friend. All good. So there was nothing to lose by, by throwing out a little trust. It was a leap of faith though. It really was. I had to like pull on my big girl panties and pull up my bootstraps and say, okay, let's just do this. And, um, and really dig down and say, all right, let's go. What's the worst that can happen? But by revealing my inner self and becoming truly genuine, not that I wasn't before, but I was holding stuff in. I had all these secrets that I was holding in. By revealing those secrets, there was a freedom that I can't even explain. And, and you know, that's another thing that once we've been betrayed, we feel that too. There's so much, and, and we didn't even do anything, but there's so much shame, embarrassment, humiliation. We don't want the pity, the sympathy, whatever it is. And in being honest, in being open, you're opening yourself up to, okay, what kind of judgment will I face? What kind of response will I get? So oh, yeah. yeah, we really do have to overcome a lot just to even be open and be vulnerable. So then tell me about your, I mean, just so think now, of it, Debbie, just think of it to, to interrupt. Sorry. Yeah, no, um, no. But think of it. Think about, you know, telling your best friends what just happened because y- you're now revealing some inner, inner things. And through the process and through the process going with you, going through this process that you discovered, um, by doing that, I was actually finding pieces in my past that led me to where I was today. Mm. Yeah. And sense? I, yeah. And I remember hearing a lot of women in the study saying, even just the questionnaires in the beginning to qualify yeah. for the study were very re- revealing. And, and you, you mentioned something else about just, you know, being open or sharing or speaking. I remember the first time I opened up to one of my closest friends, I was, it took me a year a year. I just couldn't do it. And I remember shaking, physically shaking and, and, and then crying. It was so overwhelming. And I knew I said, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be faced with so much who even knows. And there's that risk, that risk of what's going to happen once I share. And it is, it can be terrifying, but we also found in this study, every single woman said they would have benefited from support. Now, here's yeah. the thing. That's when we need support the most. And that's when we're the least likely to, yeah, non-judgment. Exactly. And that's when we're the least likely to seek it. And that's absolutely one of the reasons why we created the the certified, the PBT certified uh, hosts, because I want these, I want every woman to have a place to go and, you know, uh, just someone who's been there to be able to support them. So, so you, okay, go ahead. 
So listen, listen to, to just the thought process of non-judgmental. There isn't really a reason that we need to be embarrassed. There is, it happens. We're all flawed. We all go through things. The, it, I, so I don't look at ex, experiences now and challenges now from an embarrassment or that feeling that I had then. It's understandable. We all go through it. But now I look at it as, okay, what am I supposed to learn? And it just changes my camera lens on how I'm looking at the situation. And it empowers me. But that's as a result of going through what you discovered. Because without all those tools, without the non-judgmental ability to have a sounding board, I was shaking too, Debbie. I understand how you felt because I felt the same way. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to hate me. I'm never going to have friends. People are going to drop away from me. But you know what? The people that were meant to be in my life came closer. The people who were elevating and vibrating at the same level as I went came closer. And when those other ones dropped away, they weren't real friends to begin with because real friends and people and family who really care about somebody else, they don't sit in judgment. They, they sit to support and to help them be a better person themselves as well as help you. And I remember you saying that, that, you know, and that was one thing that came out in the study for sure. And I remember specifically you saying, you know, the people who, the ones who really weren't good friends, they were out. And the ones who, you know, who proved to be a good friend were in. And there was a very definite stage of healing where we, we become real serious about who we allow in and who we don't allow in because the rules are changing. We don't yeah. need friends in our lives who will not be there for us when we need them. What the heck is the point of that? We just don't, we just don't need it. But you and it also- space for new people. And those yeah. new people are really what the universe is sending to you that you really need. So that's, that's the exciting part. And that's why I love the fifth stage because you actually start, you know you're there and you had told me this and I was like, yeah, okay. Um, but when it actually <laughs> happened, um, you actually forgive the very person who um, who did the act or caused the pain and um, and you wish them well. You don't wish them in your life, but you wish them well. I mean, in some cases, in my case, I don't wish them in my life. I just wish them well. I hope that they find happiness, whatever that means to them, but I don't want the drama and I don't want that pain. So, and I okay. got this learning experience. It, it's, it, and, and, but I have to stop you because you're speaking from a very strong and healed place and yes. you don't even realize what a warrior you are and you <laughs> are because I know you. What do you say to the women who, because some are feeling very defeated and and you know, overwhelmed, and they and they're taking full responsibility, or they're you know, they're just blaming themselves for this somehow, or, and they can't look at it from this place of you know what the, if that person knew better they'd do better, and that's where they were in their level of consciousness at the time. You, you can see it from that perspective, but for yes. the person who's just in it, taking it personally, speak to her. So to, to that, that woman and those women, um, you got to be gentle to yourself, first of all. There's clearly a lesson to be learned, um, and it's there for your own growth. Because we come into this world with everything we need inside of us, and for some reason we're taught to look for external validation. So, so, so we look at it from, from that standpoint of everything is there. Now, I know you're hurting right now and you're confused and you feel very lonely and you feel vulnerable and all the emotions are just bubbling up. You have every emotion going through your system. So, so I get that, but, but there's a reason for that. And what it is, is you need to find out what you're supposed to learn. If you could just look at that nugget, um, it's helpful, but also 
don't do it yourself. Don't be alone. There are people out there who care about you. You matter to people. There's there, You touch people in ways that you don't even know. I touch people, you touch people, Debbie, in ways we don't even realize until somebody tells you years later, oh, thank you so much, you did blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I did? Okay, great. So it's really important to lift yourself up and find that strength within and know that the universe, your God, who whatever you believe in, has you there for a reason and um, and look for those those sparks and listen to what the universe is telling you um, because they give you they put people like you in my path so that I can have this healing experience so they put us in paths to see people if you just open your eyes so lift your head up um, and and I discovered on my journey this thing which I call it's that's a you problem that's a me problem mm-hmm. um, I know we've spoken about this before yeah. but that helped me because I felt like I was under a pile of oh we're going to call it hay so just visualize this huge pile of hay and each piece of straw is an issue that we've taken responsibility for every straw in that pile, be it something with our kids, be it with something with our friends, uh, the, the person who betrayed us, our employer, whoever, everybody in our life that has touched us. And I actually had to go through that pile and straw by straw go, this is a you issue. That is, I'm here to support you, but it's not me. I'm not going to own it. This is a me issue. I'm going to own it and I'm going to make do better. I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do better, but I'm going to be kind to myself because I, I, I needed to go through this process and you go through and you find out what it is and then you make your pile smaller. Then you look at your little pile. Oh, Hey, and it's a lot smaller. It's more manageable. So we have to like, like when you're overwhelmed at work and you have all this work to do, you got to start with the first sheet. If you keep thinking about all this stuff, you're going to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So take a sheet at a time, take a, take a piece of hay at a time and discover, is this me? Am I really responsible for the whole thing? Did somebody else have 50% of it? Okay, I'm going to own 50% of this. I'm going to work on that. Because you can only control your reaction and you can only control what you're going to do with that. Right? Absolutely. Some wise so words, my friend. And that became a famous saying when we when we had our uh, group. We used to have a women's empowerment group. And where we started, we were sort of putting the feelers out about the post-betrayal transformation support group. And it sort of started as a women's empowerment group. And that's where your famous saying emerged. And it was the whole group just took that on. Two things you mentioned, and you out of the Fab 14 were so instrumental in discovering this. One was that you know, whether we started out, we could have started out as religious or not. Um, what I saw with everyone was they either became, they took on the more spiritual side of their religion, or they just abandoned religion completely and became more spiritual. And I, and I sort of figured with everybody, it was for two reasons. One, we need the sense of connection in something bigger than ourselves, and we need to feel connected. And we don't trust our betrayer, certainly. We don't trust ourselves because, like, how did we not see any of this? And we sort of reasoned, well, at least I could trust in the universe. And it was a way to dip our toe back in into the trust pool again. Was that, now you mentioned spirituality. Was that something that you, when you think about it, can you remember the reasons why you moved towards spirituality? Yeah. So I've always been spiritual and I've been, you know, I kind of 
in a different area. I always, you know, I felt like an outsider because I just look at the world in a different way. I always have. And I did, I, I started to drift away because I was like, well, why would you do this to me? I don't understand God. Why would you put this person in my life that you had me fall absolutely head over heels in love with? I fall head over heels and then you rip them out of my life. What are you doing? And, and you go to it, you start to go away. And I, that's where I felt an unbelievable depth of loneliness. And that's when I went, wait a minute, I am just separating. It wasn't me. I wasn't me anymore. I lost who I was. As I started drifting back into my spirituality, I found who I was. Not only that, but we aren't alone. Spiritualism is so important and it makes you look at the world in a different way so from it looking at everything negative why 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 i'm trying to find blame when you're spiritual there is no blame there's just okay what's the learning lesson and where am i supposed to go and trust and and that trust started to build because when you're spiritual and you're reaching out to something that you can't necessarily see um you start building this trust that this foundation that is so so thick and so strong it's impenetrable so even when the bad stuff is coming at you now and like some things come at you and they're challenges it just rolls off of you because you have this you're kind of embraced in the spiritualness that that gives you that strength and you don't feel alone because you know there's a higher power there looking out after you looking out for you saying no trust me i got you I got you. I got this. Look, I put Debbie in, in your your in your vision. I put these other 13 fabs in your vision. I put these other people, women and and these these strong men in your vision. And you saw kindness. Like when we go to that uh, awareness, the spiritual awareness event. Mm-hmm. My gosh, the, the, the vibration is so high and I get goosebumps. And I just want to be with those people all the time because it's positive. It's wonderful. It's how we're supposed to be and I wasn't being pulled down anymore so spiritualism to me is the foundation to healing um whatever that means to you but that spiritualism that connection with the earth that connection with your god with the universe is a foundation that just it 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 gives us all the answers. It really does. And that answer is within us. And I hope everybody heard that loud and clear because it's so true. I mean, this is something, it is free and available to everybody. And yeah. it does, it grounds us. And and the event that, that Lorian is talking about was, uh, I had spoken recently at a, um, at a conference we do every year. Right. And we had, we had uh, Paul Young who wrote the, the book, um, and and did the movie The, the Shack, Shack, which yeah. was just absolutely incredible. It was it was just an amazing day. But you are the people that you surround yourself with. So a big part of this is who are you surrounding yourself with? Yes. You know, I want to get to something else too because I'll never forget when it was during the study. I felt that healing from betrayal was very different than healing from the death of a loved one, um, disease. I had been through all of them. It felt very different for me, but I didn't want to assume it. And originally I was studying post-traumatic growth, like the upside of trauma, what the, the benefit, what did you gain? What did you learn? But it, it just, there was something about betrayal that was a very different kind of healing. And it was, I brought it back out to all the study participants and sure enough, everyone agreed. Yes, it's very different. And that's exactly why we coined the term post-betrayal transformation. But I don't know if you remember what you said, but holy smokes, the way you differentiated um, 
the, the, like uh, any kind of life crisis and betrayal was, it, it was, it, I got chills reading it. Do well, you remember some of the things you said, what differentiated, let's I say, let's that. say death or let's say yeah. betrayal. Do you remember any of that? I do. I do. Cause I remember uh, you're going to make me cry. I, that, that's not fair. Um, so you sent that email. I remember when I got the email, I sat on my stairs in my foyer, sat right down and I just started typing just started typing. It just flew out of me. And, and basically what I said, and, and it's, I don't know if it's going to be eloquent today, but it just came out so amazing that after I read it, I cried too. Um, but what I said was this, there's one thing when you lose a loved one. Yes, it's, it's horrible. It's gut wrenching. You know, you don't want them to, to be gone because you want to be able to hug them and love them and spend the time with them. Um, and, and, and that, that's, that's a, a loss that, that is so deep and it stays with you. But when you're betrayed, they rip everything apart. They tear everything out from under you. It's like sitting on a blanket and somebody just pulling out from underneath you and your whole world shatters. It's, it's a, the visual I have is I'm standing on this glass, this glass floor and now the whole glass floor shatters. It all falls away except for this one piece that you're hanging onto. And, and, and you just don't even understand why. And everything starts circling around and spiraling. You can eventually say, okay, I understand that death comes and, and, and the loss is there and the spirit will be with us. But this just tears you down completely. And, and it makes you so vulnerable. You're open. You lose your trust. You lose every foundation that you were relying on is gone, is absolutely gone. You, you don't know where to turn. You don't know who to trust. You, everything is just obliterated because you had put all of your heart and soul for this person. Um, of any kind of betrayal, if you, you know, you trusted them as a, as a boss and you relied on them to protect you and they didn't, who does that? And, and so, yeah, that, that whole thing was um, so very easy to understand. You don't feel good about the loss of a loved one because, you know, the, the death of, of someone, uh, someone having to move away that, that, that's, you know, a loss of control. This was a loss of everything, a loss of control, a loss of, of faith, a loss of, um, faith in yourself and trust in yourself. You lose trust in yourself, your ability to make good decisions. How can I not see it? That ran through my head. How can I not see it? And now it's so crystal clear, like all the, all the, the, um, the, the signs were there and how could I not see it? I remember it was so poetic. <laughs> it, it, it gave me chills. And I'll tell you that's uh and for those of you who, uh, just, you're, you're just know what's coming. You don't spend that kind of time writing a dissertation and then just doing nothing with it. So all the magic that was discovered in that dissertation, we're, we're in the process of turning it into a book and your words are included in there because oh. part of the reason, a big part of the reason the the cherry on the cake of what gave us the term post-betrayal transformation was all that confirmation from everybody saying, Oh, Oh, it is nothing like healing yeah. from death of a loved one. And, and all of those things are very tragic. Of course, there's a grieving process. It's hard to get over, but there's this rebuilding of the self. There's this rebuilding of your entire self worth of your you use, you use the, the visual of a house mm -hmm. and it was like the whole house, like 
it, it didn't crumble. It wasn't up on fire. It imploded. It just like shards went everywhere. Now, how do you, you know, you, and I turned around and I looked at the house and everything was all over the place as the visual. So you shards everywhere. And slowly but surely I was trying to pick up the shards and some of the shards, you know what, they don't serve me anymore. So I left them on the ground and I went, you know what? And, and you gave me this phrase and I love this is I had an opportunity to sit there and wallow. And that was an okay choice for me to do or make it bigger and better. And I chose to make it bigger and better. I'm now like, a, I'm a mindset mentor. I mentor business and marketing goo, people who have their own businesses and I mentor them and help them through it. I, I bring all of these tools that I developed all of my career and now it has a really um, defining meaning to the people who are mentoring and helping them over their hurdles. I mean, I had the great honor of being able to discover through a, a strategic um, forensic that I usually do when I mentor with their business, I discovered some issues, if we would say, we would say, brought it to their attention and we actually saved their company. Mm. Um, so I, I take great pride in being able to help people do that. All that, finding what I'm supposed to do, finding who I am and rediscovering myself. I'm that 18 year old who has that confidence, who, who, you know, nothing is impossible again, where when this was happening, Debbie, everything was impossible. Breathing was impossible. Getting up every day was uh, just a, a big chore. It was magnitude beyond that. It sounds so dramatic, but it really was getting myself up and getting my feet on the ground and out of bed every day was an act of courage mm -hmm. every single day. And that act became easier and easier once I discovered, rediscovered my spiritualism and rediscovered who I was and and, and rebuilt that house plank by plank, nail by nail, level by level. And, Re and you rebuilt yourself. I mean, and but here, I want everybody to hear this. This, what you are saying, you are a living, breathing example of post-betrayal transformation. You can't transform easily. It doesn't happen that way. You oh can't. How many be calls did you take that me weeping, hysterical, Debbie, I don't know what to do. And you're like, you will, you will. That having you, having someone to help guide you through it and just say, sometimes it was just, all you had to say was, I understand. And that was brilliant. That got me through the rest of the day. You know, mm -hmm. that, that theory of minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, it matters. That helps. So having these groups and having the guidance of, of the people that you're teaching and, and spreading out there like ants at a picnic <laughs> to have them guide people going through it, to have them guide you going through this, this trauma. And it is trauma. This oh, yeah. betrayal is the, the most significant trauma that, that one can go through. To have that is such a gift that you're putting out there. And I had you, but for that, I don't think I'd be where I am today. So mm. I didn't do it alone, Debbie. Don't I, I would never accept that as, as a true answer because without you and other people in my life, I would never, I would never be where I am right now. We, and you know what? Thank you. And, and, and I could not have done my healing without the Fab 14 and everything else that, that, that I leaned on for support. So it's, it's all good. So, so walk us through the process of of tell us how you, so, so you, you crashed and burned because that's what betrayal does. And then the healing process, when did you start to notice you started feeling better? You started growing, you started changing old friends out, new friends in, and then tell us what it led to. Tell us, you know, just give us a, a sum it up and, and 
Give us so, to, so where it led to. The coolest part is when you start recognizing that it happened. As you're going through it, you may or may not, you'll you'll notice like little hints and, and you'll be like, oh, and those little things, those little sparks, those little sparkles, those little sparkles are what gets you to the next day. And then you find you get more sparkles and it's a change of, of purpose. And, and so I really imploded like beyond imploded and you were there. I, you know, I changed my job. I opened my own business. I just left everything. I, I, I walked out of his life. I, I left um, everything behind me and I was there raw, kind of visualized raw and naked, nothing else there. There was nothing to hide because I was talking about it. I wasn't going to hide it anymore. It wasn't going to stay inside. It didn't serve me to keep pushing everything down. That's what I was taught. Keep it in the family, keep it in the house. You know, you don't forget that. It's not like I ran around saying, guess what? Guess what? I didn't do that, but I wasn't going to um, hold it as a badge and keep it down. So, so as you go through it, as you get those little sparks and you start believing more in yourself and, and each decision you go, yeah, I got this. And having people like you and, and, and the group around me going to those meetings and knowing that, you know, when I was saying it, they would go, yeah, no. And they would cheer you on and cheer me on and go, okay, all right all right, I guess I'm going in the right direction. Those things, each one of those steps led me up even farther up to, to the big Buddha who, who was sitting there going, come on, I'm just waiting for you. You know, the, the universe was sitting there going, come on, you, you just come on, you got a couple more stairs. And, and, and the women in the group and, and the people around me um, and the good, the, the people who were truly my friends were sitting there and supporting. You start seeing that when you start recognizing it, you want more. And then I started changing my habits. I started meditating every day. I started praying every morning and, and I would put out in the universe what kind of day I was going to have. And you know what? Guess what? I had that day. I'm going to have a good day and I'm going to talk to two new people today and get business. Sure enough, two new people, two new business. Yeah, and it just started flowing. And every day, the universe gave me confirmation because my eyes were open. I was finally awake. I was no longer sleepwalking. What I discovered was when I was in this relationship, I was sleepwalking and the universe was trying to rattle me. And I was, I was kept getting messages and the messages started getting stronger and stronger to the point where it had to implode because I wasn't paying attention. And that implosion made me have to pay attention. Now I had to do something with it. And so going through that, I, I was like, I just wanted more of being around people like you, being around people who are vibrating higher, positive people. I kept pushing away negative. I have no interest in chattering about what this person's doing. That's not for me to do. You know what? That's their journey. And if that's the choices they want to make, good for them. Now, will I maybe have some insight as some of the pitfalls that they may come across because I went through it myself? Yes, but not judgmentally. Maybe I can help them avoid some of them, but only if they want to and only if it's within their journey to avoid some of them. Sometimes we have to feel it. We have to feel this amazing pain to get these amazing successes. And that's what I felt. That's what you felt. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, yeah. you have to feel it to heal it. You hear me say that all the time. Yes. We numb, avoid, distract. It's like a shadow. It just keeps following us. Well, absolutely. that numbness that we keep ourselves in, that that fixation on Facebook or, or the television or watching everybody else's life and going, oh, why me? Why me? Well, because... As somebody said to me years ago, don't watch the Discovery Channel, although you can once in a while because it's very informative and I like it, but 
but don't watch the Discovery Channel. Be the Discovery Channel. Go out, feel the universe, hug the tree, go do what makes your heart just soar. Don't worry about it. Money comes. Money follows when you're going after your dream. And, and if you have a vision, follow it. If people around you are saying, don't, I get it. L listen to some of what they're saying. But if it's your dream and you feel it in your depths, find the mentor, find the people who are going to help you go reach that. There's a reason why you're feeling that in your depths. Mm -hmm. There's a calling. I'm a singer. I'm in such a happy place when I sing. I kept that from myself. I punished myself by not singing. And I kept that from myself. And I kept it from the world. Shame on me. I was given that to share. We were given the opportunity in what we do, Debbie, to share, to motivate, to mentor, to go out there and reach other people and let them see what we discovered. So unfortunately, we had to go through this tragic event, but we had the choice and we both have chosen the choice. And I hope our listeners choose the choice when it's right for them. And you'll know mm -hmm. it. You'll know mm -hmm. when it's right for them. You'll say no more. That's it. Enough. I want to take a different step. And that's when you'll reach out to these groups and that's when you'll reach out to these, uh, be it ladies or men, I know you have both, mm -hmm. um, to reach out to them, to get that support you need, to just go start with men, start with meditating. That, beautiful. That clears your head. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Everybody, this, this, what you've just heard from Lorianne, this is post-betrayal transformation. This is what it looks like. It is beautiful. It is strength. It is resiliency. It is it is true, true, real, and lasting transformation right here. Happiness, How do we learn? Happiness from within. Oh, happiness 100%. is within. You know, nothing outside is ever going to make you as happy as you are. Just as nobody else can say anything as brutal to you, as you could say to yourself, look at that. The, wor the world works in yin and yang. You can switch that and say all the nicest things to yourself. Start by being nice to yourself. You'll mm. see. Then you can't help yourself but be nice to other people. Oh, and yeah. you can't help yourself but start attracting all this happy, wonderful, nice people. There is a lot of good out there. There's more good than bad. We just are all... Um, temper to just look at the negative and focus on the bad of ourselves. You know what? We all have we all have weaknesses. We're going to make them stronger. But don't forget your strengths and all the goods you can put out there. Beautiful. It's so true. How do we learn more about you? Where do we go? Oh uh, well, I I have a company LDC Strategies. That's my my business and marketing business, um, and also Strategies by Design. Um, I have a, a ninety days of leadership leadership strategies for success. I have one-on-one -on -one leadership mentoring. I have uh, my executive group retreats and I have my newbies gone wild. Those are for my entrepreneurs and wantrepreneurs. Wantrepreneurs are the ones who have um, a job right now, but they have a vision and a desire to do something more. Those are my, that's my sweet spot. I love working with them because they have that that fire in their belly and, and we help them transition. I give them the tools and, and help them kind of avoid and fast track uh, pitfalls because I've already done it, been there, and, and I can give them all different kinds of tools to go. They go to my website, ldcstrategies.com, um, and they can go to Facebook, uh, find me at Strategies by Design with LA. They can see me um, or listen to me on my uh, show, Healthy Lifestyle, on 103.9. That's uh, LA News Radio. That's on uh, iHeartRadio. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually three o'clock on Saturdays. Um, I am a co-host of a, a podcast called Out Loud and Out Front. And um, 
you know, just come on Strategies for Design or, or LDC Strategies. You'll find me there. You'll see, see me and let's talk. Let's start a conversation. And you, my friends, are so super wonderful. I am so excited about this book. I cannot wait to read <laughs> it because you are magical when you speak. If anybody hasn't seen Debbie speak, you need to go see her, find her, find her on this these podcasts, listen to these. It will change your life. She changed mine. She can change Aww. yours. Um, you're just amazing. You are an angel walking on earth. I'm just, oh, you just Debbie, you are an angel walking on earth. Oh, thank you, my friend. And Lorianne promised to be a certified uh, PBT support group host, so we're going to hold yeah. her to that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Could you imagine absolutely. being in her group when she launches? So it'll be it'll be incredible. Lorianne, I want to thank you so much just for who you are, for who you've become, for the gift you've given so many people. I just know you helped so many people today with your story. Thank you for having me on, Debbie. Love you. Wasn't Lorianne so inspiring? She really is a true example of post-betrayal transformation where not only did she heal, she rebuilt every aspect of the self that was torn down by betrayal. Stay in touch with Lorianne by heading over to ldstrategies.com and we'll have her links at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. Don't watch the Discovery Channel be the discovery channel. I love that phrase. And it's really true. Create the life you want. Betrayal knocks everything down, giving us a clean slate upon which to build something magnificent. Use the opportunity to do just that. And to help you rebuild, here's a gift from me. Head over to pbtinstitute.com to receive my gift of how your biggest crisis reveals your greatest gift. And let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. Breakthrough.